Hi everybody, you're listening to Survival Guide. We're gonna figure it out. You just blew through the fucking thing. That's too loud. What's up, you hoochie mama? What's, what's going on? We got what's up, dude? We got ice cream this episode. It's we do have ice cream. I just went and bought ice cream. Ice I cream. was digging it. It's so hot outside. It is ninety four degrees. Ninety four degrees here in Chicago. Is it? Yeah. Real feels like one hundred and twenty. I think. That's because all the humidity. But we're not here to talk about weather. <laughs> well, <clears throat> did you ever have kids in your high school who like wanted to be weathermen? No, <laughs> dude. We had we had like a couple guys who were obsessed with the weather. And it, it was a whole personality thing for them. And then you think about it, it's like, so our weather guy was Mark Schnackenberg out of KWWL. Oh, you get a message? Yeah, I must You want to read it in front of the class? All right, look at what we got going on here. Yeah. Oh, it's just, I, I told my friend Kate um, <laughs> that uh, I hope an anvil, an anvil falls on her. Really? And she said, me too. Dude, why would you ever have a, a blacksmith shop? On his second floor. Well, that, that is, well, that's a lot of metal to carry. Dude, a lot, a lot of stairs. I think blacksmith stays on like uh, the ground floor. <laughs> hey, if you're a blacksmith, Wait, don't don't be don't taking take your shit workshop. up the second floor. Um, what is what were we talking about? Oh, weathermen. So we had a couple guys in our high school who were like really wanted to be weathermen, and we had one weather KWL seven. One weather guy, Mark Snackenberger. This stuff's melting like a bit Dickens. <laughs> uh, Mark Snackenberger, who was like a bald guy. People loved him. Like, and then there, you know how it gets. Like, kids from Waterloo, like these middle schoolers, like built up a bunch of hype around Mark Snackenberger because, like, he's the guy telling them they don't have to go to school in the morning and stuff like that for for weather delays. But then there was like four kids in my high school who wanted to be weathermen, and it <laughs> seems like a very niche. There's only so many. I I legitimately don't know of any kid from my high school who wanted to become like a weatherman. I know a girl who did become a weatherman. Why are you saying it like that? Weatherman? Yeah, what is that? That makes it sound like they wear a long trench coat yeah. and they stand in the rain with a jazz hat. Well, for, for me, it makes it sound like they're like a yeoman, like like an old English craftsman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, like they have a store next to a cobbler. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> No, um, do you I, think you're patient enough to do shoes, like to make shoes, to, to be a cobbler? Yeah, yeah, I like. You that. have the total like temperature and personality to be a cobbler. I could. <laughs> <laughs> this ice cream is good, man. I like the ice cream. I could, and then I'm just gonna <laughs> be munching away on ice cream. I've been oh. listening to this podcast on the French Revolution. Yeah. Um. I thought you'd be like, I thought you'd think that was cool and interesting. You just said, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what about the French Revolution? Just the history of it. What happened? Because I remember when I, I re remember fondly learning about the French Revolution. Because I think it was the first time I was like, oh, like these establishments can be like torn down. It, like, I don't know. Maybe it didn't click for me before that, but. The French Revolution. Oh, I guess the American Revolution was before the French Revolution. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it the, was. The French Revolution, like, they got the idea from the American Revolution. No, they didn't get the idea. But they were like, oh, we can do this. Well, it, Lafayette. Yeah. I, I think was a guy. And he had, like, a hand in both of them. Mm-hmm. What did Ben Franklin think of the French Revolution? I have no idea. <laughs> I, I can't go ask him. He's been long dead. No, but because he was, like, pretty much French. Well, yeah, he was sleeping. You know, he was sleeping. He was fucking around. But he, like, would go hang out in France, and he'd go back to France. And he, like, had heavy ties to France. Mm -hmm. He was alive during the French Revolution. I'm sure he has a couple papers or something written about what he thought. He put on this whole show when he went over there. Like Broadway? 
<laughs> he went over there. He brought some actors, and no, he like he like wore like um, like beaver skin pelts, so he looked a little bit more rustic and American mm. to try to get money for them mm-hmm. to fund the American Revolution. I like that he played pretend. Yeah, he like dressed up. I had a coonskin hat when I was a kid, and a bunch of Indian costumes. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we would go to this camp called Franky Day Camp, and part of the like requirement was you had to dress up like an Indian. Which one? <laughs> I think it was Cherokee. Are you gonna come in? In like what? What is it? Those? Uh, you gonna come in like oh, traditional not like, like Asian Indian? No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, that would be funny. Yeah, that would be funny. Um, no, but it, it seems like you probably that's something you couldn't do today. No, it's but not. It, it wasn't malicious. It le- it's not like we like we're like upset. No, you're not. You know what I mean? It's light racism. It's light racism. Well, you think that's racist? I think yeah. I think it's light racism. Just okay, so it's like the same thing as like if I wore an outfit of a marine. No, <laughs> we've talked about this. We've talked about uh, stolen valor. I'm obsessed with it. It is. It's funny. It's. Fu- I want to make it clear. Stolen valor is funny because it's people get so thing. offended. It's weird by it. on both ends. It is. It's funny to watch these stolen valor videos because one guy is getting super upset about it, and the other guy is so adamant that he is not stealing valor that he did serve at like mm-hmm. Fort Sumter and. <laughs> He, he's, like, done enough research to know about, like, classifications and stuff. Yeah. But then they'll catch me, like, one little thing. And then it's like, oh, we got your ass. Like, you weren't in the military, all this shit. Am I high? In, is my, how are my levels? You're fine. Am I okay? Yeah. Um, yeah. I would like to do Stolen Valor. <laughs> you would like to steal because Valor. I think it's funny. I think stolen, it, it's way funnier to be someone who steals Valor than someone who cares about Valor being stolen. You should s- do I'd like, like to go to the mall, and I'd like to like dress up like a Marine. Or like a like a border guard. You should do a border guard. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> that's funny. Stolen Valor border guard. That's fun. What do they call those guys? Border guards? Douchebags? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Uh, they ice have agents? Like, no, no, but they have like... BPS, maybe it's BPS, Border Patrol Services or something like that. I thought there was an acronym for those guys. This yeah. is Border Patrol Agent BPA. Yeah, I don't know who cares. Yeah, ICE though, dude. There was a huge ICE bust like right next to my hometown because there was this big meat packing plant, and like I, maybe I'm remembering this wrong, but I think it was ran by Hasidic Jews. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Like there was like a so big it was like a kosher meat packing plant. Yeah, it was like um, it was like a big. It was a weird town because it was like a big Hasidic Jewish population, and then a big like, uh, migrant worker population, and it ended up being like up to that point the biggest ice bust in history. Po- I think it was Postville, Iowa. Like the dude, thousands. I think. Jesus Christ! And it really tore apart this town, and it was already kind of like a shithole. Yeah, but. It re- I mean, that it, to lose like 2,000, like parents of the families and everything like that. I think they like took them away. Yeah, it's awful. It's yeah. terrible. ICE is a terrible thing. You know what? I, I think if, if you're going to steal Valor, I think the least serious is dressing up as an FBI agent. Yeah, dude. <laughs> because <laughs> no. Cause it's, it's funny. It's like female body inspector. Yeah, you could like do that. you could yeah, do you female do body. Like that. And like, like there's never like, like people are like, oh, if you dress up as a cop, it's serious, right? Like, they're so serious about you pretending to be a cop. But to pretending to be an FBI agent, I – there is not, <laughs> I think nothing – Yeah, I agree. That's, like, zero backlash. The, like, like, well, because if you trust him as, like, a Border Patrol guard, you're like, no one cares. It's almost Who funny. Cares? It's yeah. funny. It's like, I'm a Border Patrol guard. It's like, all right, this is not the fucking border. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. Like, people get so serious about dressing up as police officers, but dressing up as the FBI? Because what do you, like, we're, we're investigating some stolen dollar bills. Like, FBI, CIA, I think, is malicious. Well, I think you could probably accidentally get yourself assassinated if you dress like the CIA. Well, yeah, the, the CIA is, is malicious, but that's secretly malicious. That's, that's how you get on a wa- the CIA watch list. <laughs> they, send, they send someone who just read Catcher in the Rye after you. Um, wait, so it's the CIA... I feel like that is probably so. CIA is the same as like MI6, right? MI6 mm-hmm. and like what's the FBI Israeli F- one? I 
uh, the IDF? No, IDF. the IDF. No, is their but military. they have they have like a yeah. Well, yeah, the, the, the CIA. Uh, What's the Israeli one? Something you know, like that. Yeah, the, the CIA deals with like international matters. Yeah. Central Intelligence Agency. Yeah, they're spies. FBI are federal police officers. That's all they are. How do you get to be one of those? FBI? CIA. I have no idea how to get in the CIA. I have no idea. Like, what is the path? I, I wouldn't know, like, like, can you go to Georgetown and be like, hey, I want to be in the CIA. Hey, pause this. My ice cream is coming out the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm keeping it going. Okay, keep it going. Talk for one second. I'm going to go put this in yeah, the fridge. Keep yeah. Here, here, put mine in the fridge, too. Okay. This is, we're starting to look like two messy little boys mm. out at the carnival. Super so. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, hey, you know, well, well, pa- well, Patrick's gone. I think it's good talk to. About a cool topic that you think is cool. Dude, let me just talk, all right? Well, Patrick's gone. I'm gonna talk about our sponsor today. Our sponsor is Bears. Bears, grizzly, brown, black, or blue. Wherever you go, they find you. Bears, watch out for bears. There's polar bears, Kodiak bears, all sorts of bears. Bears. I got one more thing to go put away. Dude, you have to have one passion in your life you can talk about. (laughs) I'm not going to sit here and talk about my... I'm going to talk about bears. 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 Don't climb a tree because the bear can climb too. Bears. Hey, are you camping and you notice your food's been getting onto? It was probably a bear. Bear. They smell bad and they look cuddly, but boy, oh boy, can they rip you apart. Bears. God, dude. If it was me, I would have already had like a manifesto written. Well, that's why you're frightening. That's why. That's why you're not you're on the no-fly list. I would have talked myself into writing my own manifesto. Yeah, that's why, once again. That's why you're on your a no-fly list. Um, cool. But the friend. Let's talk about. Do you think I was thinking about this? I was like, if I was in the, I don't think I could start a revolution, right? But there's never really one person who starts a revolution. No, there's, but there's kind of some guy in charge, right? Yeah, but I think you figure that out after the fact. You know what I mean? Who who led the Boston Tea Party? I have no idea. Not the guy who ended up leading the revolution. You know what I mean? Like, it's like a bunch of little leaders and stuff like this, and you do stuff like that. Beep and bob and boom. Speaking to the microphone. One sec. What are you doing? In front of my Gatorade. I had rhabdo. I was in the hospital. There it is. So, do you think that you could be like a not? I'm not talking like fucking douchebag. Like, oh, dude, 2022, bro, a new revolution, man. Like, fuck that. Like, listen, do things need to change? Yeah. People who think they're about to be like revolutionaries in like 2022, I'm like, all right, dude. No, revolutionaries are lazy nowadays, and it's because of the internet. It's the internet. Dude, it's all Twitter revolution. It is. It's like, it's people like, also the people that complain the most are Twitter are the most meek people in real life. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Like like the people that will come after you and rip into you. Have you ever been ripped into? No, I no, have not. Yeah, yeah. No, no, you're an no, agreeable no. person. No, I, I, the only people I get ripped into from are my friends, and that's on stuff like... (laughs) Abortion rights. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Views on abortion. No, no. You've ripped into me before. I do rip into you, and yeah. I think you need it. I, I'm a tough guy to rip into. No, no you're not. No, no, Because no. I do it, and then look. When I rip into you, you go no, and then you start ripping into me again. That, that's du- exactly, bro. Are you ready to come into the bear den? Are you ready no, to bear down? I'll be like, I'll, I'll be like, I'll be like, dude, you don't know how to like. I'm like, dude, you don't know how to skateboard. And you're like, no, man. You you feel like you can fit in with the skateboard. No, culture. no, 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 no. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, not... dude, I'm not making a statement about myself. I'm making a statement about I'm you. I'm not sensitive. <laughs> Do you think that makes me sound sensitive? No, 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 no. I don't think I'm sensitive. No, you're not sensitive. But, Michael, you it's are tough easy to, to rip into. Me. No, it's not tough to the, come at you. You know who ribs me better than anyone else? Your family. My family, dude, destroys me. They run, just, dude, I'll come home for like three days and the whole time it's bang, bang, bang. You'd think they've been writing this shit for the last three months. Just yeah. coming at me. I'll wear, I'll wear a black t-shirt and they're like, oh, Pat, Pat's goth now or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, no, this, this is what I'm going to say. You, you're, you, you are easy to rip into. I'm going to say. That's because I have, that's <laughs> because, you know what? It's because I'm so friendly. Because I'm not. 
Why do you think that? I don't do that in many embarrassing things. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. <laughs> Come okay. on. <laughs> I do. I do, but I, it's not it's not like I'm ignorant to the idea that they're embarrassing. I have never when you are talking to a girl, I have never seen someone get so nervous. Who, me? No, n- not like in real life. I'm talking about like generally talking, not like a one-on-one conversation, but like on texting them. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Like that is talking Michael, talking in the metaphorical so sense. <laughs> That is beyond true. Now, I have no problem just, like, talking to a girl in real life. Yeah. Right? I, I think I'm a great speaker, a great conversationalist. To anyone. Dude, I could talk to, like, someone in, like, Guantanamo, and it would be, like, a very easy conversation. No, because you, you can't speak Arabic. <laughs> I would have a translator. <laughs> um, now, I don't know what... Dude, I think it's the same thing that, like, keeps me off social media. There's, like... I... Because my communication is so built on like my, my like when i communicate someone yeah. with someone every i feel like everything i'm gathering from that communication is like visual like the way they're looking like what they're like how they look like how they're using their eyes like how they're saying the words yeah like i feel like it's very like i need to hear and see what that person's saying and i can like click into like oh what is their intention like what do they mean if like twitter like all this stuff i it, it the t- barrier of technology like is hard for me like i do struggle with that because i think i like put so much of my communication like into like visual and like auditory yeah so yeah that's easy to make fun of (laughs) (laughs) that's just i'm so good at reading people it's easy to make fun of me that your love of iowa state that but uh, why make fun of that (laughs) there's stuff that you can make fun of me for like um dude like, I'm loosey-goosey with stuff. Like, I used to be way more loosey-goosey with stuff. Like, I found my mattress in college in the trash. Like, I used to really, like, have no... And I still do to some point. Like, I I used to have no... um, What would you call that? Respect for myself? <laughs> <laughs> what would you call that? Self-respect? Self-respect, That's what I, I, yeah, yeah. I didn't have any of that. <laughs> I didn't have any of that. But, um, what's the... Like, I don't have... Like, my like, barrier or my, like... What I... My level of acceptability is so low like i i would accept a lot of things in my life to be going wrong and just like live through it like i don't like which is like living situation i don't care to live in some super like nice place like it doesn't matter to me i would be as happy living do you remember my bedroom i lived in for two years when i first moved to chicago that thing was the tiniest thing that was the closet dude it was a closet like i didn't mind you were never in there because the whole thing was just your mattress. Dude, totally. Like, I, it doesn't b- bother me. I don't. I can just make a lot of stuff work, I think. And I, you know what I mean? And that's where I come at you when you're, like, when you're very particular about stuff. Or, oh, my, my sunburn itches. I am not particular Dude. about stuff. <laughs> yeah. The sunburn thing, I had a bad sunburn, and I got something called Hell's Itch, and it was Dude, fucking painful. It sounds like, like a... Gypsy disease that you were given, bro. You, we're, I'm bringing it back. You can say that now. Literally, man. I took so much. It was so painful, man. I'm painful all the time. My body hurts. Dude, I was in the hospital. Well, I maybe you should once. get that checked out. Dude, I'm constantly Maybe because you haven't, been to the, you haven't been to the doctor in years. I have been to the doctor to check my skin for moles because I get, dude, I actually have hypercon. I know. I know what. Oh, I have to use every science word when I talk. <laughs> I get jackass. Um, but I am very hypochondriatic about my skin. Uh, but I've been to one of those and I went to. Dude, the funniest thing when I was in the hospital was when they brought all the students in like six times to teach them what I had. <laughs> like serious? it was a course, dude. People were like writing notes, like, so does it hurt? I'm like, I don't know. I don't like not after you gave me the tramadol last night. <laughs> Are you serious? You had students. Yes. You did not tell me about these students really? coming in, dude. They brought in like all the um, uh, like residency yeah. people to come see me, and like, hey, this is the circus clown we brought in. And and I, I visited you in the hospital. Yeah. All you all you were talking about is how many times you had to go pee because they were trying to oh, cycle it all dude. out. I was, dude. I was. It's a miracle I didn't piss my pants when I was sleeping. But I watched a lot of Food Network. Um, it's almost the one year anniversary of when that happened. Did you know that? No. Yeah, almost the one year anniversary. Um, I'm glad nice... you've been working out though, so it doesn't I have been, again. dude. I was climbing yesterday. Like I like it. climbing. 
But the problem is now I've run into this problem socially when I climb because it's a very social thing and people are always like talking and stuff. But I don't like the music they play, so I'll put my headphones in because I can't listen to their dribble. And so, like, I'm like, should I just take my headphones out and just talk to people, or should I just like? It's a personal thing to be working out. I don't know. It's something I'm still thinking about. Like, you how sh- do I want to approach? You should it? go there, make some friends. I know I should. Right, like some granola, like friends. And I'm glad, I'm glad you're finally branching okay, out and making dude, new no, friends. I was actually, th- I've been thinking about this a lot because, one, I must have been fucked up when I told you that. You told dude. me this twice. You said ah, it to me twice. It actually makes me fucking cringe. It makes me cringe, Michael. It makes me fucking cringe. I don't like that I said that. I don't even want to say what it was on here. You want me to? I'll say it. I just give me a second. Just give me a second, Michael. Just give me a second. Let me explain. I don't know where I was at mentally or emotionally. I don't know what I was going through. Sometimes I will just say things, and I will under. I'll be like, "This is my new mantra. This is the way I'm approaching life." I don't say those things out loud because I sound like a douchebag. But like, you'll just have things. That, oh, this is like, yeah, okay, and okay. When we, dude, it was also. I was very happy at that point in my life. It was pre-pandemic. I was very happy with, like, where I was and, like, a lot of stuff. And I said – you were like, I'm going out to make friends. I'm like, what? You don't need any more friends. Yeah, and you said – and I said, what do you mean? And you're like, I got all the friends I need right here. Why would I want to bring new people into my life? (laughs) Well, honestly, Michael, and you know how it can be just in life where if you – no too many you can't you can't keep in contact with that many people there's like a number of people that you can there has to be like a scientifically a number of people that you can be in constant be like this level of communication with this level of communication with this level of communication with you really can't keep like a ton of people in your like i couldn't keep track of 150 people you know what I mean? No, but it's good to go out and meet people. I agree. I was wrong, And you know, I think part of it is because you are very judgmental of people when you first meet them. I am judgmental. You don't show it. I'll give that to you. You do not I show it. I do not it. make people. No, I don't. No, you don't. But, like, like we'll be talking to someone, and, and I'll be like, oh, They'll I... walk away. I'll be like, that guy fucking sucks. Yeah. <laughs> but I also think it's like, I don't know. I think... There is, um, it's, it, when you meet, how do I want to say this? It, there are so many annoying people out there. You know what I mean? It's like, to meet someone new, like, friendships are, dude, it's not like you're fourth grade, everyone's on the baseball team. Yeah. You know what I mean? It is different. Um, but I was wrong. I was also much happier than I am now. You know what I mean? like just, <laughs> just like uh, generally, like on a general basis. I'm not uh, – listen, I've been unhappy. I'm not unhappy right now. I'm all right. But I was really happy back then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I was wrong about it. but And I can admit that. And it actually makes me fucking cringe that I said that. <laughs> you didn't remember it either. I didn't remember it. I was like, dude, I must have been fucked up. Dude, the thing is you said it to me twice. I said it twice. Dude. So what? I get, like, this thought patterns where I'll just do, do, do. I'll get in these, like, thought patterns where I'll just have, like, five sayings that I say. I'm like Buzz Lightyear. You know what I mean? He has catchphrases. I have catchphrases. You have catchphrases? Honestly, it's weird that you remember it. Well, it's it's one of those things where I was like, oh, it's, that's odd. Cause he, it is odd. It is odd. I don't even want to talk about it. it yeah. fucking <laughs> You're trying to turn it on me again. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I did. I was like, you know who's the weird one? The weird, the guy who remembers. <laughs> like it was, just, it was just so, you know, like you remember odd things. Yeah. Like there's certain things that I remember. I remember who Williams Jennings Bryan is. Yeah, he's the guy who uh, ran for president. president. Big gold standard. He ran on the, yeah, gold on the gold standard. Yeah, he was a big gold standard guy. I I know who did the uh, the cotton gin. No, the printing press. Johannes Gutenberg. Yeah, because he has the Gutenberg Bibles. But the uh, Eli oh, Whitney that. was cotton gin. Eli Whitney, yeah. yeah. I don't care about that. Well, uh, <laughs> I don't care that you know it because I didn't even care if but I knew. There, there was this picture in a textbook of, uh, what is it, Williams Jennings Bryant carrying a big golden cross from, like, a newspaper 
in like this textbook, and that's how I remember who he is because I got this vision of him like as this like <laughs> portrayed what? as a biblical figure in this textbook. Yeah, yeah. Um. Uh, do you think that you could be a cartoon hero? <laughs> Hey man, we we don't have to. We, we, we don't have to. Uh, yeah, I don't have to make something up. <laughs> one Piece, how's is this still going on? Yeah, it is. <laughs> one Piece is one of Michael's favorite things. It's a comic book about pirates made in Japan, and right? <laughs> it's yeah. Every word. It's it's a weird way to put it, but yeah, every word you said was, was true. true. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, I've always thought you know what's something that I didn't think I'd get into that I'm really into now. What Formula One racing. So some might say that that is your, my that is my pirate magazine from, from Japan from Japan. <laughs> but you know, maybe one day I'll have watched everything I want to watch, and I'm like, I'm listen, I will do now the Chinese comics. Yeah, a lot of Italians in Formula One racing too. There are. You should get into it. I think you'd like it. We could, dude. We should find a Formula One bar <clears throat> and go like soccer matches and like wear scarves and stuff. You know, yeah, we'll find one, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about it. Although last time we said we did that. What, the pizza place? Yeah. That place closed down. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. This episode of The Amazing Adventures of Rick Wiley is brought to you by Morton Cigarettes. Cool down by heating up a Morton cigarette. And now, back to The Amazing Adventures of Rick Wiley. Our intrepid adventurer Rick was stuck where he usually was, between the walls of a rotting cavern and the bosom of a big, bodacious broad. His nerves were calm, though, because in between his lips, a Morton cigarette. Say, Dame, we need to figure out how to get out of here. Oh, Rick, you are so brave, but I'm so nervous. That's because you're hysterical. Why don't you grab one of my Mortons here and smoke it down in one go? The coolest way to smoke a Morton. Oh, Rick, you're so handsome. Shut your mouth and bring me that golden idol, dame. Just then, boom, crash. Rick and Bazinga Betty jump back in astonishment, only to find Rick's young Italian sidekick, Spaghetti Joe. Joe, get those noodles out of your nose and grab a couple Morton cigarettes. But, uh, sir, I'm only saving. That's all right, you greaseball. Morton cigarettes are good for kids of all ages. You'll grow up to be big and strong, like me. While lighting the young immigrant cigarettes, bang! Betty shot off her gun in the air. Not so fast, Mr. Wiley. Betty, what's the meaning of this? I am not Betty. My real name is Heinrich von Germany, the anti-tobacco Nazi. Now give me all of your cigarettes or I will shoot you both and never let you smoke one of those delicious, healthy cigarettes. Can Rick Wiley get out of the clutches of the evil anti-tobacco Nazi lobby? Will there be anything better for you than a nice Morton cigarette? Will Spaghetti Joe ever learn how to read? Tune in next week on The Adventures of Rick Wiley. This week we're surviving Indiana Jones. No way. We're going Are you the excited temple. about that? Do, it's it's a uh, it's a fun thing because it's like it's the classic adventure. No, no, you don't get it. <laughs> what do you mean I don't get we're it? We're surviving Indiana Jones. Like he's coming after <laughs> us with the gun. Is trying to kill us? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. We are surviving the adventures, like through a temple and everything. Yes, yeah, and we're also going to school because he's a professor. Yeah, we're surviving like as round, uh, short round. <laughs> but uh, short round, or one of the hotties that he brings along on his trip. Yes, yeah, we're like one of his gals, and I'm in. The, you're the, you're his Asian sidekick, and I'm one of his gals. Yeah, in in the, in the third movie, it was a Nazi woman. Uh, was she a Nazi? Yeah, woman? she was a Nazi. Was she lady. a double crosser? Yeah. Well, well, she, they, they always knew that she was a Nazi because she was oh, even better. <laughs> yeah. Well, she, <laughs> right away. Right. Right. She was a German, but yeah. she was hot. She was a hot German Blonde? lady. Yeah. They all were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and what is and the, the sidekick in that one was who? You know, uh, uh, the old guy, his dad. Yeah. Uh, who's shit? Uh, James Bond. Not what is it? I, I would like. Shaking. What's his name, bro? Scottish. 
Uh, you're talking about uh, he's dead. Uh, that, no, well, that, that you said that like you were correcting Sean me. Connery. Sean Connery. So <laughs> I always thought I would be great at helping out an expedition. <laughs> Why? You think you are great in so many no. different scenarios. Um, you're like, if I'm putting on a dock, I could befriend all the dock workers. I would be good <laughs> on a dock, bro. I would be good on a dock. I'd be good on a dock. I'd be good in a steel mill. I'm trying to think of a place I wouldn't be good. Um, the Queen's Palace. You know palace. where I wouldn't be good? Is a racist's home. <laughs> and that's why I stay away. And I stay away. I wouldn't be good in places like a racist house, like a place where um, babies are murdered. A I wouldn't KKK be good. rally. No, a KKK rally. These are places I wouldn't be good. An anti-abortion like, rally. Anti-abortion rally. Um a celebrate a celebration of Steve McQueen being dead cuz i like Steve McQueen a public execution a public execution of Steve things, McQueen of someone who's not a racist cuz yeah. i would be good at a racist execution yeah you those are places I wouldn't be good. I Everywhere be, else, I would thrive. No, no. I think you'd be terrible at, like... British that. people's homes. Yeah, yes. British people's homes. <laughs> but what's the difference? Like, that, what's what's, the that's difference? a racist home in general. <laughs> I thought I said that when I said racist home. No, you, yeah, you, you'd, you'd be bad at, like, the Queen's Palace. You'd be bad at a black tie affair. I would be good at, like, a lot of... Um, what do you call them where it's, like, a country has a house in another country? What is that? A country, an embassy? An embassy. I would be good in like bureaucratic like embassies because a lot of these people they don't get to talk to people like me. <laughs> you know, I'm a breath of fresh That's, air. You're making it seem like they want to talk to people like you. I think I would not. You know where I actually think I would not be good where? because I would hate them so much is on like at a bar with a bunch of like stockbrokers. <laughs> I think I would fucking hate those. Yeah, guys. you you would not be good. I think you wouldn't do well in high society. I do. Um, I it'd be like dinner for schmucks. <laughs> they bring you along to make fun of you. No, but I do. I don't know, Michael. There is. I'm not stepping on your bed. Oh, there, uh, Michael. High society, I think, is a tough. It's right because there are British high society people, and then there's like guys who have oil fields in Texas. I am good with guys who are billionaire oil people. No, you're Texas. not. You've never met an oil billionaire. Ranchers, oil billionaires. You have never met any of them. No, but, like, my, that's my vibe. As someone who has met them. Oh, okay. I wouldn't be good with them. Y no, you wouldn't. Michael, would you? Yes, oh I was. Oh, my God. And you, you want to know so why? You want to know why? They like that upscale outdoor stuff. Okay. They like upscale outdoor stuff. You're right. They like, they like skiing. They like going to lodges, taking off your ski boots, putting on slippers, yeah. and, and eating, eating fresh-made soup with gold leaves on top. You are, you are good with the bourgeoisie. The people who own the means of production. I am good with the. I've been listening to revolutionary podcasts, <laughs> um, but I am good with like, dude. I'm good with dock workers. You cannot deny that I like cool I dock workers. I can deny because you. I don't think you've ever met a dock worker no, in your life. But it, like it's a vibe. It's like an energy like, that they put. I'm out. saying from my experience of people I have met. Okay. I can tell you, you would not do well in certain high society scenarios. You know what? You wouldn't do with, good with anyone in Iowa. They would all fucking hate your guts. <laughs> no, man. <laughs> yes. They think I was fun. I honestly, honestly, Michael, I don't think I think I'm good with. I don't think you could cut it in Iowa. Because you live this fucking <laughs> East Coast elitist lifestyle. You, what are you talking? I live I, in a tiny, messy apartment in <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> I, I was born in Evanston. I ate Taco Bell for lunch. I don't know what you're I'm talking about. <laughs> they got to bring the Quesarito back. No, the Crunchwrap Supreme. The the Crunchwrap Supreme is still here. It's here? Yeah. <laughs> They no, never got rid of it. I'm talking about the quesarito. I'm talking the, about the quesarito. I think the quesarito is also still on the menu. Dude, we there was like a debate when I was on a bachelor party three weeks ago. One of the guys that I'm good friends with was like yelling. <laughs> they were he was yelling at the uh, Uber driver. They, they, dude, my buddies found this guy on the like on the road who agreed to just drive him back to our Airbnb because there were no Ubers around. Yeah, and the whole time, my buddy's trying to convince him to, for like a twenty-five minute drive, convince him to go to drive them to Taco Bell because he has the app and it's the only way you can get the quesarito anymore. 
Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. <laughs> Indiana Jones. See, we would. Yeah, you, you would be. You'd be one of the the sh- the diggers they bring along. No, no, to, Michael. No, <laughs> to uncover the tomb. A fucking chance. And I, I would. I would show up in my fancy like. Like Dude, you'd be British the, African yeah. safari outfit yes. with a pith helmet and a big yep. elephant gun looking at all the maps saying, I can't figure this out. You're kind of a villain. You know what I mean? Like you end up being a little bit of a villain like you sold Indiana Jones. This is what it is. When he gets lowered into the snake pit and they like have to use the sun to tell where the uh, Ark of the Covenant is buried. Yeah. Then he gets double crossed by the British guy. The British That's guy already double crossed. That's him. fine, but you are the double crosser. I think that you are a double. I crosser. am not a double crosser. And I'm like the guy who has like all the fun quips, and I know how to read hieroglyphics, and I have a bunch of skills that like I know how to avoid poison arrows. That guy dies. Which guy? The the guy you're talking about in the first scene of Indiana Jones. He dies. He dies because he steals the idol. But I'm more like I'm more like short round when he plays his part in the Goonies. When he has like the the plastic teeth that grab onto the rocks and he pulls them up, like all the gadgets and stuff. You think you're a gadget guy? You th- I'm like short round. There's but- nothing about when I watch Indiana Jones. There's nothing about gadgets in it. The man has a gun and a whip, and at one point a gun ha- is a gadget. At one point he has a bazooka, but he doesn't use it. He puts it down, doesn't he? And then he grabs something else. Like well, well, because he, he has it pointed at the Ark of the Covenant. And the guy's like, ah, uh, Indiana Jones, you will not blow up the casket because it is too much a part of history. And he goes, oh, he's like, oh, you're right. And then he puts it down. Um, I w- A gun is a gadget, right? Clearly. Yeah. I just... I do think that you are like a British double crosser. I am not a double crosser. The same reason that you can talk to someone who owns an oil field is the same reason that you're like a British double crosser to the Nazis. You <laughs> would like join the Nazis. I would not. I would not be a Nazi sympathizer. It's in your blood. No, it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just painting this picture that you have like Nazi heritage. Man, I, I am Italian, but we moved to the U.S. before World War II. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see those papers. <laughs> Let's see those papers. <laughs> you go to Ellis Island, there, there's a record of it there. Really? Yeah. They don't still keep the books there, do they? No, but they have it all electronic. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. It, it, have you? And you did your 23andMe. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Cool. Did it come out? Were you like nervous? It's like I hope it says I'm enough Italian. It was it was about everything I expected. Like thirty percent Italian, about fifty percent Swedish. Ashkenazi. No, you wait. You're more Swedish than Italian. Yeah, that was a, that was a shock. But that's because my it was it was like that. Like ten percent Arabic, like ten percent Middle Eastern. Yeah, from that, and that's from the Italian side. Yeah. That's why. No, I'm more like like we did it with my grandpa, and he was a hundred percent Swedish. And we did it with my grandma because we didn't know what what she was. Swedish and Italian. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't know though, which is really? funny because that's on the that's on the non-Italian. Oh, the non-Italian side, side yeah. had Italian. Okay. Yeah, that's why I was. It was I was almost a little more than I thought I was. Really? Yeah. My family came. We were like Irish, German, Dutch, or some shit. And I I don't really. I think as you get older, you start to care more about your lineage. Like it's whatever. Like I'm from Iowa more than anything, but my family came over to America from Germany. Like 1946. See, that's what it would. You'd be 19- the Nazi. No, no, we were too busy you, protesting the war. You'd be, you'd no, be the we were, charismatic. No, we you'd were, be the charismatic guy. No, everyone's like, I love this guy, and then you're like, oh, sorry, Miss, sorry, Indy, I am taking the idol to Colonel Schwarzenhauer. We came over. Well, we stopped in Venezuela, and for, but we were too busy. We didn't come over right away because we were protesting Hitler. Oh, you were protesting. We that's why out. you moved to South that's, America. No, no, it was that's because it's sunny, bro. And we like to live, live, we, la vida we like loca. to live. And we moved with my uncle Mengele. He no. came with oh. us. <laughs> um, I, I, there's flies in here. Are they meant to be? I don't see any flies. <laughs> I just like pass out. <laughs> um. I know, not flies, just n- little bugs. I don't see any. That's fine. We'll find them afterwards. <laughs> Who cares? Who cares? There's if we're that's the thing. You're you're busy to, you're bothered by bugs. I don't think you could survive in the jungles that Indiana Jones is going I through. I do. My, I have like a very soft, bad skin, and I get and like I don't like itchiness or anything yeah. like that. But 
I would do it for Indy. He's you know in mean? the he's in the desert. That's the driest place on earth. He's he's going through the he's going through the Middle East. He's going through the desert. He's 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 searching for he's searching for biblical artifacts. How much do you know about biblical artifacts? A lot. You think we're t- we're taking this whole thing? We're going to find the Shroud of Turin, right? Yeah. Are you trying to say words that stump me? I know what the Shroud of Turin is. Yeah, we're going to find the. Tr- I'm not <laughs> going to find the Shroud of Turin, and you're going to be like, "Oh, <laughs> I no. said the Shroud of Turin." Yeah, just, <laughs> I'm going to find the Shroud of, T- and you keep saying Trout. I'm like, it's a shroud. You're like, oh, yeah, I'll see the fish when we get there. I told my speaking of treasure hunts, I told my parents that I want them to take whatever money they have left after they spend it on their gravestones or whatever, and bury it, and when they die, they have to die, like, right around, like, either the same day or, like, the next day. <laughs> <laughs> they have to, or else I'm coming in. And I'm the coming in, I'll do it for them. And I said, to bury your bury your money somewhere, and then all at the funeral, the kid, my brothers and sisters, we will, I will plan for us to be estranged by then. You know what I mean? So yeah. then when we come back together, it's like, Oh, we have to do this thing for mom and dad and follow these clues. And we go on like an adventure and we find the buried treasure of my mom and dad. But in the box, the whole time was just a picture of us kids. (laughs) (laughs) And then then it's like sequel. It's like, well, where did the money go? Like, it's a sweet thing, but sequel, where is the money? And then we see an airplane and it's my uncle or something dressed as a Nazi and he's <laughs> and he's got the and he's waving out like the bottom of like the cargo bay of like this C one thirty, this big cargo plane. I don't know if a C one thirty is a cargo plane, but if it is like awesome pull. Uh hanging out the window of it like wh- like hanging out the back end of the cargo bay where like the door opens up. Hanging like off the, uh, I have this very vivid yeah, in my mind. I get hanging it. off like a rope and just waving to us. I'm like that. We didn't hear the plane go off. We didn't <laughs> know he was there, but um, he has like all the gold bars or something. So now you have to find your Nazi <laughs> so uncle. To, it, listen, it's like my parents have a lot of stuff to start studying up, and I said you guys got to get into this now. First, you have to radicalize my uncle. And make, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to make him a Nazi, but not like a present day Nazi, like no, a nineteen like forties Nazi. Yeah, exactly. Like I want him in the whole uniform. I want him to be put together. Yeah. Talk about. I can't imagine, dude. In this day and age, there's those guys who like have Nazi flags and, like, go to rallies and shit like that. Yeah. I can't imagine believing such fucking nonsense. Well, it is... Like, today, bro, really? Think about it. Woodrow Wilson was a Nazi. Yeah, he was... was, Yeah, he resegregated Congress. And, yes, and then it's like they had a Madison Square Garden National Socialist Party uh, rally in New York City before 1939. You know what I mean? Like, there was, like, a Nazi... Like, Wrong, right? Wrong, bad. Nazis always bad. To be a Nazi after, also like, dude, it's like, dude, okay, guys. Think, think about the amount of propaganda that has been anti-Nazi, right? Yes. Think about the amount of media that is just profoundly anti-Nazi. It's, yes. A yes. lot of the mainstream, like the, the Nazis, were just the bad guys in so Everything. many movies. I mean, like Indiana Jones, we're fighting against Nazis. They tried in the fourth one. They were like, "Oh, it's the Russians because he's and old aliens. now." It's the Russians and aliens because he's old now. And I'm like, "Ah, right, get back to the biblical stuff." I remember watching the uh, the fourth Indiana Jones at the end, where like, dude, remember when the pyramid like top blows off and all the aliens' heads start to glow and there's like yeah. a tornado? And I was like. This is a different like now they're establishing a new type of magical realism in this world where I have to get on board with aliens that have already existed like with the not like you yeah. know what I mean That was too much. They did a bad job. Like they already like they should have just stuck with the biblicals and the religious stuff because the, the the religious magic was real. Yeah. That's in the first one, right? It was the Ark of the Covenant. It was the fourth one is like anti god. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the second one is a- anti Indian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is. Okay, when they but, eat the b- monkey brains, that is you're not supposed to show that on yeah, TV. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they, they had they had that going, but it was it was still like look at this religious cult, and they're still doing magical stuff, right? The third one, right? Nazis the, 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 again. The third one, you got the you got the Holy Grail. Pretty cool. That's also biblical, and it makes you live forever. And there's an old knight. Was he alive? 
Yeah, he was alive. And he was just living there. Yeah, because he was drinking from the he was drinking from the Holy Grail. Oh, he was like he was the keeper of the cup. Yeah, he was what a, a nice, boring life. He Can was you imagine nice bringing that guy out and he's like, "Hey, here's Jersey Shore." <laughs> is that here's it? TV? <laughs> you know what I mean? This guy wouldn't know what's yeah, going he's, on. He's like, "You cannot bring the cup past the barrier." And he's like, he's like, ah, but can you come with me, dude? I want to show you Jersey Shore. You got to see this shit. This is insane. Did Indy drink out of the chalice or no? Yeah, well, he did. He, he had to. So right? in because they because it was it was like a it was like a riddle. They had the riddle up, and then there was which that, cup was the? They had that the Nazi sympathizer was like, this is it, and it's like a golden one. Yeah. And he drinks from it, and he dies. And then Indiana Jones is like, just takes the plainest looking yep, cup there. Yep. Yep. Which makes sense historically. Makes sense. Why would whoever collected Jesus' blood have some crazy chalice? The Holy Grail was what he drank at the Last Supper. Huh? <laughs> it wasn't some guy running up and scooping up. I thought it was like had to do with more of the crucifixion, but I guess it was pre-crucifixion. It was it, well, the Last Supper does have to do with the crucifixion, but I know it. I can I see know. where the blood thing comes from because he raises up the holy, what becomes the Holy Grail, and said, "This is my blood." <laughs> that is one. If I could redo college, and listen, I don't think I could get a degree in these things because it's just I don't know. Maybe history. I would. I, what I actually think is interesting in the world. Like, science is, like, what I got my degree in, like, science and math. I don't think science and math are that interesting. Like, uh, on a, like I wouldn't, like, look up science. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like religious history and hi- religion and, like, history. That's, like, real. That's that's what I like. You, too, you like that. Well, that's that, that's why you go along with Indy. That's why you're going along yeah. with Indy. Yeah, I know all the more. facts. Yeah. And it, you it, have hate in your heart. I got Jewish hate in people. my heart. For the no, I do not have hate in my heart for the Jewish people. Uh, that's, that's what I'm thinking. Like, like, right? We got to survive snakes. There's a lot of snakes. What's your biggest fear of an animal? Of an animal? What's my biggest fear of an <laughs> that's animal? That's like a toddler's question, <laughs> Mister Uncle Michael. What's your biggest fear There's of an, an animal? animal? <laughs> Let me think. Uh, You're not scared of any animals. It might moose. I'm I'm kind of. Are you serious? Dude, Dude, no. I've been really close to moose, and they're chill with me. No, they're not. Yeah, in the Boundary Waters. I I accidentally went pee in the forest, and I heard, (laughs) and a moose from, like, feet away comes running, like, right into the lake, like, to my left, and, like, could have trampled me and killed me. And And then the baby moose was right next to it, so it was like... Probably thought I was trying to show my penis to a child moose. <laughs> it's just trying. It's like it's a pedophile. We gotta, yeah, hey, hey, it's a pedophile. <laughs> no, I would be moose. Like, like I would. Mine would be for when Indiana Jones jumps into the temple and it's full it's of snake. Full of jump in and it's full of just moose. Full of moose. <laughs> That's hilarious. And it's in the middle of the desert. Yeah, so it's it like makes, how they get you. They big antlers. And they're, they're like. <laughs> And they'll have, like, um, Jesus's cross <laughs> carved in their foreheads like it's a like, cult. Like Charles like Manson. Mo- yes, like a cult yeah. <laughs> um, that, Honestly, I think moose are scary, but it's like they're meant to be scary. I'm scared of, like, rodents, like possums, mice, because they carry disease. They led to the bubonic plague. That's a real thing to be scared of. It's almost, like, more logical to be scared of than moose. I get it. Like, I know where you're coming from, but that's like saying, I'm scared of tigers. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Anyone who's scared of tigers is a fucking moron. I, I think it's, I'm scared of tigers. Just be, There are a ton of moose attacks in Colorado each year. Yeah. Someone will be skiing, and then a moose will chase them down. No way. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Huh. Like I heard a stat that Colorado's not going to have any snow by 2035. It will. It's going to be like Arizona. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I'm nervous about it. Uh, when I was in Utah, the snow was not very good. Yeah. Uh, what, I, what I also think is, like, I'm going to, like, you know, sometimes he has to reach for the idol, right? He has yeah. to get the idol, and there's a snake that shows up, and it's curled around it. I do that, except it's like a, like, I didn't notice that the moose is curled around it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah. <laughs> that's it's a moose. Hilarious. Dude, uh, <laughs> like, if any of us were good at, like, uh, CGI or, like, whatever, editing software for video, 
be like super cut mooses instead of snakes into uh indiana jones clips would be super funny um do you, so i was thinking about this would you if you had like you had to cha- take a weight of something and replace it with a statue so that the pressure plate doesn't release and shoot all these arrows and whatever what if the statue was the same weight as your balls I could just use sand. No, you're not allowed to. What? <laughs> what? They, well, they can tell. You want me to chop? I would just leave. I wouldn't chop off my balls really? for an idol. What yeah. if it's the best idol? <laughs> I, there is no idol I could see that I would chop off Fine. my balls for. One of your balls. Still. No, but it's the best idol. I would not chop off any of my balls for it. Well, what if you instead could just hold your balls there and wait? For what? <laughs> Rescue. <laughs> what am I I don't Another know. man's balls. I don't know. Another how long. man's balls. It's, it's it's like the it's like the Grail, right? You yes. gotta beat him yes. in combat. Yes. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's the it's an Atlas thing, where yes, somebody Michael, has yes. to take over from holding the you world. Got, the next guy who comes in, he has to put his balls where your balls once stood. And you have to convince him. You have to use your trickery. And yeah. Can you imagine how hard it would be to sell some guy to keep? Like you are decrepit. Like you look old as shit. Your, your beard's way grown out. Your eyes are, like, yellowed. And you have to convince this guy to go and put his balls where your balls were. And he's like, what if I don't? And, or, like, what if you just take your balls off? And you don't even have a good answer because you don't know why you've been putting your balls there for the last 25 years? I'd probably just pull a Hercules and be like, hey, man, can you at least just give me, like, a break? I'll put it back on, I promise. Is that what Hercules did? Yeah, because he, he had to take over for Atlas because Atlas had to do something for him. He had to go to... Uh, See his kid. <laughs> he, had to go, he had to pay child support. Yeah, he had to go process a child support payment. Uh, but he had to, and, and all Hercules is like, all right, I'll do it. But can you just like, can you grab it from from me real quickly, just so I could get ready? Yeah. And then he did it, and Hercules is like, all right, fuck you, I'm leaving. And then Hercules left. Left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good one. Hercules had a good life. Not before mooning Atlas, though. Yeah, he showed him his bare ass. Yeah. And then Atlas saw that At- uh, Hercules had a hemorrhoid. Can you see hemorrhoids? Yeah. Or is that kind of like an internal and thing? The, and then he turns around, but Atlas is not impressed with his, his penis. penis. He's Yeah, he's underwhelmed by the size of his penis. So he, so he just and, – and Hercules goes, hey – uh, what do you think of my penis? And Atlas goes, man, I don't want to talk about it. And I he goes, care. no, what do you say? And all no, Atlas does, what, is, what does Atlas do? He shrugged. He shrugged. <laughs> That's all he does. Hi, everybody. Thanks for listening to Survival Guide. We'll have another one out next week, so check it out. Check us out on Twitter and Instagram. Our Twitter is at Survival Guide Pod, and our Instagram is Survival Guide Podcast. Super fun.